Welcome to the seventh episode of PH Pod, a podcast brought to you by the Boston University School of Public Health and Public Health Post. I'm Nick Diamond, managing editor of PHP. In episode seven of PH Pod, Dr. Michael Siegel explains the surge in respiratory illness and death associated with vaping. Dr. Siegel is an expert in tobacco control, alcohol use, and firearm violence. He has been active in promoting smoke-free bar and restaurant policies throughout the country, and he has served as an expert witness in several major tobacco litigation cases. We start our conversation about the spark that lit the fire under him to pursue his work in public health. When I was an undergraduate at Brown University, I did my senior thesis on the issue of secondhand smoke. And what I really dreamed of doing was writing a piece of legislation and and lobbying for it um, to try to get it passed. And I decided to write a bill um, banning smoking in the workplace and uh, to lobby for it. So I basically spent my entire senior year going down every day to the state house and, and trying to get support for this legislation. And Along the way, I ran into the tobacco industry. They hired two full-time lobbyists uh, to fight against the the bill. And my experience in seeing the tactics that they were using uh, and how they were misrepresenting the scientific evidence really uh, got me angry. Um, But it also, the experience allowed me to see how as an individual, um, working in a, in a group, I could have a big impact on, on the world through changing public policy. And so it was really at that time that I decided to dedicate um, my career to fighting the tobacco industry. Uh, and that's something that I've been doing ever since. Across the country, there have been thousands of people who were hospitalized with lung injuries and many deaths related to vaping. Why did we see this new medical condition arise? Well, we now have a pretty clear idea of what caused this respiratory disease outbreak. And basically what it is due to is the vaping of THC, um, in other words, cannabis products. And basically what happened is that uh, companies started to realize that they could make more money if they used a thickening agent called vitamin E acetate oil and what that does is when they put that in the, um, in the, in the e-liquid, uh, it makes it look much thicker and it makes it look like it's more concentrated and therefore the street price that they could get for these uh, cartridges was much higher. And so in late uh, 2018 and then into 2019, uh, the market transitioned. Uh, and I'm talking about the illicit market, the black market for the most part. Uh, and these companies that, that sell that, and produce all these black market products started to put vitamin E acetate oil in the THC vape cartridges. And little by little, as the distribution channels uh, spread throughout the country to illicit drug dealers, uh, it started to get into the supply. And that's when we started seeing an increase in, in cases. And as the uh, supply uh, kind of distributed throughout the country, uh, we started to see the spread of this throughout the country. 
Several states temporarily outlawed the sale of all vaping products and e-cigarettes. Do you think this was the right course of action for government agencies, or are there better tools in our toolkit to prevent new cases? What's most interesting, I think, about this respiratory disease outbreak is that to this day, none of the major health agencies or, or state health departments have been very clear about what caused it. The CDC, from the very beginning, was blaming electronic cigarettes. And a lot of the state health departments were blaming e-cigarettes as well. Um, the Massachusetts Department of Public Health, uh, to this day, hasn't revealed the truth about the cause of this illness and has been denying uh, the fact that it's THC. And in fact, um, when the state put an emergency ban on the, the sale of these products, they didn't restrict it to just uh, THC vape carts. They included all electronic cigarettes, all e-liquids as well, uh, even though there was no evidence that those were involved. And now that the epidemic has basically disappeared, um, it proves that the e-cigarettes weren't involved at all because the e-cigarettes are still on the market. Nothing's changed. And if e-cigarettes were the problem, we would still see cases. Um, the reason that the problem is now gone is because these illicit manufacturers have stopped using the vitamin E acetate oil, um, seeing what it was doing to their, to their customers. So the reality is that um, this was caused by uh, youth and, and young adults vaping THC, not e-cigarettes, and all the public attention that has gone on trying to distract youth or dissuade youth from using e-cigarettes um, is not going to do a thing about uh, the fact that this illness was being caused by, by THC vaping. Um, the problem of THC use among youth is something that really hasn't been addressed. We are now seeing uh, THC use among uh, cannabis use among uh, college students is, has reached a 35-year high. And a lot of that is vaping. Uh, vaping of THC cartridges has, has skyrocketed. Uh, that has completely fallen under the radar because all the attention has gone to electronic cigarettes. Dr. Siegel, you say that this epidemic has basically disappeared, but then we've seen a new pandemic arrive with coronavirus. And I'm wondering if you could speak about any intersections you see between this epidemic and COVID-19. The effect of these bans has been extremely negative for the public's health because what they've done is that, they, is that they've caused a lot of ex-smokers who were relying upon e-cigarettes to stay off of cigarettes to go back to smoking. There are approximately two and a half million ex-smokers in the United States who use e-cigarettes to stay off of cigarettes. And these are people who are so addicted to, to nicotine use that if e-cigarettes are taken off the market, uh, or even restricted in a significant way, um, they're very likely to go back to smoking. And that's exactly what happened in Massachusetts. Sales data demonstrate that in the one month after the ban went into effect in Massachusetts, uh, there was a significant increase in cigarette consumption in the state. And you know that turned out to be even more of a disaster than it might have been because of this COVID-19 outbreak. Um, because a lot more people had returned to smoking, I think there are a lot more people who are more severely affected 
by the novel coronavirus than would have happened if we had done the opposite and encouraged more people to quit smoking um, by switching over to electronic cigarettes. So I think that this whole strategy really backfired and, and not only did it not accomplish its purpose, but I think it had a negative effect on the public's health. Earlier, you spoke about your time as an undergraduate student at Brown, uh, marching to the state house to push this bill for a smoking ban. And I imagine it took a lot of organizing and research and resources and activism to do that. What advice would you offer to the next generation of public health practitioners who will go on to challenge lobbyists and industry leaders like the tobacco industry? What I would say to future public health leaders is, let's get back to basics. Let's get back to our original strategy that brought us tremendous success of actually fighting the tobacco companies. Let's get back to our slogan of making smoking history. PHPod features conversations with public health influencers. We feature their opinions on topics that may be familiar and sometimes uncomfortable. This podcast series is brought to you by the Boston University School of Public Health and Public Health Post, which informs and inflects the broader conversation on health and social justice. Every day we feature new articles about the state of the health of the population. Join the conversation on social media and subscribe to the PHP Friday Roundup to receive our stories of the week delivered to your inbox by visiting publichealthpost.org.